Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. My father passed away last week. And I want to share with you some of the things that I've dealt with as I assisted my mother in the settling of his estate. Now, I have done this particular topic on different radio programs across the United States over the last 10 years, probably 15, 20 times. And it's it's always something that I find that is, is just extremely important, yet I find very few people actually do it. What I'm talking about is is your your important papers, your documents, those things that, that kind of show what you own and, and, and what your wishes were. You know, your important documents should not be a treasure hunt for your loved ones. When I'm talking about important documents, I'm going to run through just a list, and, and this is a, a condensed list. But the first thing that you should be concerned with is a will or trust. If you don't have a will, get a will. They're relatively cheap. You know, I would suggest using a, an attorney versus doing one online. Um, but get a will in place at the minimum. Everyone should have a will regardless of the, the assets that they have. It, it prevents a lot of issues at death. The second thing is life insurance contracts. Do you know where your life insurance contracts are? If you own your own life insurance contract through an insurance company, make sure that your your life insurance policies or contracts are in a place. Now, when I say a place, I'm talking about uh, a file folder or a safe or a safety deposit box. Now, I'm going to talk about the safety deposit box here in a minute. But I prefer to keep them at home. Where your spouse or your children or your family or your loved ones or your executor know where the documents are. Okay, so I created a create a folder for clients with a a just a tab for each of these particular documents. But the first one is the will or trust. Second is life insurance contracts. Now, if you don't own your own life insurance contract, but you have life insurance through work, for example, group life insurance, I suggest. That you have a most recent pay stub, all right, at the minimum, that you could keep in your file with a contact number for human resources. And that that human resources number is going to be a, a, a good thing for a number of different issues. So life insurance contracts, very, very important. If you have a pension, and I'm not talking about a 401k, I'm talking about a pension right now. So many people had a defined benefit plan, defined benefit pension, where if they worked a number of years through the union, uh, maybe they worked through the coal mine, whatever it may be, they had a pension, and you should have a recent statement or document that's not normally something that has a lump sum. It's usually something that pays out over a lifetime. But have a contact number for that pension, okay, and a statement in its own place within your documents. So will and trust, life insurance documents, pension. The next thing would be your 401k or retirement savings. All right. The majority of assets held in the United States today are held within 401ks. If you do everything online, I'm telling you, print a statement. Print it. Don't make people try to figure out what your passwords are. Print a statement. 
and put it inside of this this folder all right the next thing and, and this is a a, a a broad subject is your banking information all right <clears throat> so bank accounts checking savings CDs banking checking saving CDs here's an issue that we run into so a lot of husbands and wives have joint checking account and that's fine but there's a lot of people that have individual savings accounts or individual checking account and I'm telling you right now if you have a loved one or your a, a child um, niece or nephew grandson granddaughter whoever is going to be the executor of your estate or beneficiary of your estate it's not a bad idea to put POD, payable on death, which is the term that banks use, POD, payable on death, on those accounts, either jointly or as a beneficiary designation. All right, so you can you can own the bank account. You just have to be careful with that because if you put uh, someone on as a joint owner and they have financial issues, you may be setting yourself up for failure there. But it's extremely, extremely important. It's one of those things that people forget. And it, when when you're trying to settle an estate, for example, pay uh, uh, final expenses to the funeral home, you understand that life insurance proceeds, if you get those within four to six weeks, you're lucky. That's about the average, four to six weeks. Because you're waiting on a death certificate. Once you get the death certificate, and you file the claim, you're looking at a turnaround time of at least a month. Now, I know that's a broad statement, and, and some insurance companies process faster, but I've been doing this for a quarter of a century, and I'm telling you, the average is four to six weeks. Okay? So, as you're trying to settle the estate, all right, and pay bills, it's very important to have cash, okay, that you've got access to, whether it is, is checking or savings, Checking or savings. And if you don't have access to it because it was individually owned and the estate hasn't settled yet, the will has to be probated, how are you going to pay utilities on the, on the home? You know, I'm really talking to the people that are maybe a surviving spouse, a widowed or widower, or living alone. You're expecting your, your loved ones or your executor to take care of things and they have no access to cash. They have no access to your funds. If you think, well, my life insurance policy will take care of all those things, you're wrong. There is a time period where things have to be done. I mean, if you open an estate, you got to pay a bond. you got to pay, you know, there's a number of things. You've got to have access to cash. That's why I tell people at all times, have cash available. And people, especially the executor of your estate, can have access to it to settle your estate. Okay? Does that make sense? Now the funeral home will wait. If they know that there's a life insurance proceeds coming, but you still have other things to deal with you, utility bills, house payments, car payments, you know, just a number of things. All right. So let's go back to that folder. We've got wills and trusts. We got life insurance contracts. We got pension. We got banks and savings statements, 401k statements, retirement savings plans, investment accounts can go in the same pocket. Okay. Those normally have named beneficiaries. I'm talking about retirement savings accounts. IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks. Named beneficiaries. Which means that you have to contact the 401k provider or the IRA custodian and, and file a claim. You'll need a death certificate to do so. 
But that needs to be in there. And I'm telling you, I know the number of people that are, are, are just following their 401k online is, is relatively high now. And I'm telling you, you've got to print a statement. You've got to have contact information. Listen, if I'm your executor, and I know you got a 401k, but I don't know how to access it. I don't know whether it's at Vanguard, Fidelity, Principal, Prudential. I, I have no idea where it's at, and I have no contact information. You just wrote down 401k, okay, and, and I no password, nothing. I have no no opportunity to check or find contact information. That may sit there until the next payment is mailed. And if you set up for paperless statements, your beneficiaries may never know that you got a 401k because it's never showing up in the mailbox. And the and and your 401k custodian or your IRA or your WAF isn't out there looking for you or, or reading obituaries to make contact with your beneficiaries. The beneficiary has to be proactive and notify the custodian that you're deceased. All right? So that has to be in there. Now, above and beyond investment accounts. So I'm not I'm now I'm not talking about retirement savings i'm talking about investment accounts it could be annuities all right it could be uh um you know an online account you know through fidelity it could be you may have an advisor uh that has an account set up all i'm telling you is this if you have investment accounts make sure that you have transfer on death t is in tom o is in uh, oscar d is in dog t-o-d Stands for transfer on death. Now, I told you the bank is a payable on death. Investment accounts through brokerages or advisory firms is a a transfer on death. Name beneficiaries on that. You'll prevent a lot of problems. We don't want those things to be probated if they don't have to be. Right? So, print a copy. Now, I know it, it seems like it's a big hassle, but I'm telling you, you can go online. All right? Or as you accumulate your statements, as you receive them in the mail, start putting them in these pockets and and listen, I should be able to tell who you are, what you own, everything about you, and what I need to do as an executor by picking up this binder or folder and just start going through. I shouldn't have to go on a treasure hunt. I shouldn't have to hire a hound dog to go out and track down what you own. It has to be readily accessible. All right. Now, I mentioned earlier a safety deposit box. You got to be careful. If you own a safety deposit box and you have all your important documents in there, if you are the only one on that, it's going to be frozen until your estate is settled. That's not a good place to keep documents unless you have a joint person on the safety deposit box. So your executor, your spouse, your children, whoever, then it's acceptable, right? But if you just put your name on it because you don't want anybody else getting into it, it's going to be frozen on the date of your death until your estate is settled. And then that can be unfrozen and opened. It's a very, very bad idea to individually own a safety deposit box. I don't care what age you are. It's not a good idea. So with that being said, are there other things? Maybe you own uh, uh, the, 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 the titles to your vehicles, okay? The deed to your house, all of these things. Now, in the front of this folder, in the front of this folder, I want you to put or write down your advisor, your, your CPA, and your attorney. Now, most people have at least one of the three. 
All right? And that person should know everything that you own. So for my clients, I give them a a business card. I attach it and and I say, put that in the front. Because when you pass, if you predecease me, I want your executors or your beneficiaries to pick up my card and call me and say, Jay, mom or dad or grandpa or grandma passed away. What needs to happen? Don't put that on them. Right? Let them pick up the phone and call your your financial planner, your CPA, or your attorney. Probably, probably not your CPA, but that number should be in there because you're still going to have to file taxes on the year that you that you're uh, deceased. So make this easy for your beneficiaries, and it doesn't take much time for you to do that now. What I see is people not doing it and estates and and accounts not settling for sometimes one to two years. Sometimes I have, over the last quarter of a century, I've had beneficiaries come to me and say, hey, I found something. You know, dad had an old life insurance policy that, that grandpa took out on him and it's probably worth $1,000. I just found it, you know, hidden in a file cabinet somewhere. I, listen, all of those things need to be in one central location. Preferably in a folder, a, a binder, inside of a safe in your home. Don't lock, don't don't lock it so that no one can get into it. You understand what I'm saying? You you have to plan like you're going to 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 join uh, our our creator tomorrow. All right. So as you know, my dad was a financial planner. He passed away September sixteenth uh, at the age of eighty one. Now he did a relatively good job of keeping his documents together, and my mom is 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 very uh, um, astute at at having things in order. But as still as we went through those, he had old things in there that he no longer owned. All right, is that a big issue? No, not not huge, but it's still an issue. You need to update this folder. So if you change accounts, let's say you had a maturity or a C, uh, annuity mature or a CD mature. Make sure that if you move that annuity to something different, or you change advisors, or you change investment accounts, or you you wrote, you know if you if you've got a life insurance agent, he may have changed your life insurance policy and moved it. Make sure that it's current information in there. Literally, the, the amount of time I have spent tracking down policies that are are either lapsed or have been ten thirty five exchanged or transferred to other accounts. I've spent a lot of time helping people through that process. So make sure that information is current. So it listen, that's that's it in a nutshell. Think about what you own, okay? Make sure your beneficiary information is up to date. Make sure that your advisor or your trusted people or, or their contact information is in the front so that your executor or your beneficiaries have access. They know who to call just to find out what's going on. And, and to be helped in this process, it is so, so important. I, 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 can't, I can't describe the ease that you want to create for your beneficiaries. Because you, if you create hardship, it, it, it may start arguments. I mean, I'm telling you, it's just a bad thing not to be organized. And I'm not talking about people who are just 81 years of age. I'm talking about now. I don't care if you're 40, 45, 50, 90. It doesn't make a difference. Have your important documents in place. All right?
And you may say, well, I don't have much, Jay. I don't care. I don't care. You know, at the minimum, your your human resources contact information and therefore your uh, group term insurance and your retirement plan, whatever it may be, it needs to be in there. And if you don't have a will, go out and get one. Stop waiting. You need one. All right? Not that many people need to trust, but you may. You know, if you have questions about needs, questions about what needs to be done, questions about payable on death or transfer on death, I'll be happy to help you. All right, but you got to reach out to me. Like I said, I'm not going. I'm not hiring a hound dog to find out if if you're not or you don't have things in order. <laughs> I, I don't know who you are. Okay, but if you need help, I'd be happy to help you. All right, we could do a lot of it by phone conversation. All right, I, I could just walk you through uh, a, a series of questions, give you the ideas that you need, uh, and and the folder to create. Makes sense. You can find my contact information at KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. KingdomPlanAdvisory.com that <clears throat> request a free consultation. There's my telephone numbers on there. My emails on there. I mean, everything that you need to do to get those questions answered, I can help you. All right. It's free charge. I'm not going to send you a bill, but please do it. Please, please do it. Your important documents should not be a treasure hunt for your executors. God bless you. All right, I look forward to speaking to you, and please stop procrastinating. God bless. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website, or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.